Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Golf Exposed podcast. The masses have been hankering for another betting segment, and we aim to deliver. My name is Jordan Michael Colson, your host. I have the Director of Revenue for Golf Back, Bryce Voison, as well as the President and CEO of Great Life Golf, John Brown, back in the saddle, as they say. And today we'll be discussing the PGA Championship, some betting odds, some value bets, some inside info, perhaps. It will emanate on May the 18th through the 21st of this year at the Oak Hill East course coverage on CBS and ESPN with a $15 million purse. John, welcome back to the show. How do you feel about the PGA this year? Looking forward to the PGA. It's got great history there as an event uh, location that's hosted U.S. Amateurs, U.S. Open, PGA Championships, U.S. Senior Opens, uh, Ryder Cups, and a lot more. And it's going to be an exciting event. Um, I hear there's going to be an, a very excited participant uh, watching from the 17th green. Uh, Jordan, do you know who that might be? Well, there, rumor has it that there's uh, like the the New Age Rat Pack will be making their initial appearance. It's gonna be it's gonna be Bryce Voison, Brent Miller, also of Golf Back fame, the president, the CEO himself, and then making his PGA debut, myself, JMC in the saddle at the PGA Championship. Bryce, how's it feel to rub elbow? I know you know everyone. You went to college with everyone. You rub elbows with everyone, but you get to watch the event with me. How's that feel? I'm looking forward to it. I uh, I was thinking, you know, I can't pick a winner when I don't go to the event. So maybe being there will, will help me and uh, we can finally bring home a winner. It amazes me that people actually requested that we bring back this segment because the picks have been few and far between as far as winners go. But we do shed some light on the subject. So, um, Bryce, do you have any inside info? I mean, you know, you, you're kind of like the resident, like you're, you you befriend all these celebs and like these big names in the golf industry and beyond. So, like, do you have any inside info? What's like the word on the street? I don't have any inside info, actually. Um, you know, the golf course is. I think straight ball hitters, good ball strikers have performed there, performed well there traditionally. Um, so my picks are kind of centering in on those straight ball hitters. Um, and I think there's a lot of value kind of at the 20 or 30 to one mark this week. I think I'm going to stay away from a lot of the heavy favorites. Um, you know, Jason Duffner won, won there back in 2013. You know, obviously Duff is a, is a great ball striker drives the ball really well. So I'm kind of looking in that zone this week as we look to pick a winner. John, what can I expect as a spectator? Before we delve into the betting odds, what can I expect in terms of an immersive experience? Uh, the, the PGA puts on world-class events, and, and with the new scheduling where they're slotted in as the second major, I think it just builds a little bit more excitement because it's early in the season. Obviously, as Bryce just pointed out, Jason Duffner won the last PGA in 2013. He was probably middle of the road odds at that point. Sean McKeel won in 2003, and I believe Sean might have been one of the longest odds that's ever won a major from a, as far as a tour player. So, you know, maybe look down the list a little bit, some of those longer odds. Of course, if you go back in time, greats like Lee Trevino have won, Jack Nicklaus have won. So there's probably some room for the guys at the top uh, to make some value bets as well, but should be really exciting. Unsurprisingly, John Rahm seems to be on the list of favorites. Um, we'll start with the Prez himself, the CEO. John, um, what are you seeing here when you look at this field? Well, it's an exciting field because it's all the players that are the best players in the world. So we've got the PGA guys and we've got the live guys. Anytime nowadays you can add Brooks and Dustin Johnson and Louis Ustazen into the field, 
you know, with Patrick Canley, Xander Shoffley, and, and Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm, you know, at this point, you got to be thankful for that because they just don't play each other every week. So we've got a full field, which will be exciting. Always like seeing the PGA Tour, how they do versus the live guys in these majors. And uh, so excited to see how that all plays out. I think the value uh, in this field, I would agree with Bryce, is kind of over that 20 to 1. And so all my picks are going to be above the 20 to 1. And my first pick, I'm going to go with the young gun, a guy that made a quadruple bogey on his first hole and still managed to win a PGA Tour tournament at the age of 20. Showed his excellent at the President's Cup uh, last year in his play at Quail Hollow. Uh, even though they got drummed pretty well, he played great. So I'm going to go with Tom Kim. Second in driving accuracy, you got to drive the ball straight. 35 to 1, I see a lot of value in Tom Kim this week. My first selection is Tom Kim. All right, Bryce, how do you respond to John's pick, and who do you got for number one? Yeah, I think Tom's Tom Kim's a solid pick. Uh, I think he's a little young. I, I mean, maybe a top 10 pick, sure, but I'm not sure he's ready to win a major at only 20 years old. I guess we'll see. Um, for my number one pick, I'm going to go with the human rain delay. Uh, Patrick Cantlay at 22 to 1 odds. Uh, he's got Joe LaCava on the bag. Obviously, Joe was on Tiger's bag, was on Freddie Couple's bag. Um, I don't know this for a fact, but I can imagine Joe's walked around Oak Hill once or twice in his day. Cantlay's a, you know, a great ball striker, drives the ball really well. I think he's in the top 10 in total driving. So I'm going to go with Patrick Cantlay, 22 to 1. Bryce, do you think there's being made too much of a big deal about Pat's slow play, or is it a problem? It seems to be a little bit situational. Like, he doesn't take forever over every shot, but then occasionally you'll you'll get one and he will just stand over the ball what seems like forever um so i think it you know it could be a little bit of a mental thing and just you know he takes a little longer on certain shots but you know i have seen him play quickly at other times too so uh i think obviously you know when it's taking him over two minutes to hit a golf shot that's not fair to the rest of the field but it's definitely not happening on every shot and uh I'll cut him a little little slack here and there. Yeah, I mean, I hate slow play, and I kind of like that the Alpha Brooks called him out at the Masters. I don't know if it'll get him moving. It appears to not be getting him moving. He's sort of doing his game. He's a great player. Uh, but, man, 20 seconds, 30 seconds over ball. I've seen some clips on you know social media, and it's just it's too long in my book. So I can't bet on him, Jordan. It's just too long. Some of those clips I've seen on social media, it feels like they're on a loop. Like you watch it and you're, you're thinking to yourself, like, this can't be real. You might be right. You might be right. I'm going to go with a gold medal champion, a guy who I think is on the cusp of being one of the top three to four players in the world. He's, he's hung in at five to ten uh, for the last couple of years. But I'm going to go Xander Shoffley. I just feel like the guy continues to perform. Uh, I love his game. I think he's mentally strong. He's ready for a major. He's been there repeatedly. I think this might be the week where Xander does it. And at 20 to 1, uh, I feel like those are pretty decent odds on a guy of his caliber. I'm going Xander Shoffley pick two. Yeah, I, I like that pick. I think Xander plays well this week. Um, I'm going to respond with Sung Jm. Uh Sung Jay is an absolute top 10 machine. Uh, he's, you know, played well in a lot of majors. He was top 10 at the Masters this year. Um, I'm going to go with Sung Jay. I think he plays well this week. Another really straight driver of the golf ball. Um, Sung Jay M is my second pick. Sung Jay M plus 4,000, according to 
vegasinsider.com. All right, John, round out your picks. Who do you got in the third spot? Well, I'm going to go for some deep value in the third spot. I'm going with a young player. He's elevated himself from about 43rd in the world to 23rd in the world over the last uh, 24th in the world over the last 12 months. Uh, I like his game. I like his demeanor. And at 60 to 1, that is a ton of value in my opinion. So I'm going with Sahith Bagalia to break out 60 to 1 and create a lot of value uh, for the betters in the field. Uh, so I'm going Sahith. What do you think about that, Bryce? A little deep value pick. Bryce, talk some trash. You're like saying all those picks are decent, and he says you're suck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't I don't love that pick. Obviously, Sahith has been playing well, but John seems to like these these young guys that are kind of breaking out. While I think that's fine and just your normal run-of-the-mill PJ Tour event, I mean, we're talking about PGA Championship here, a major, Oak Hill, history. I don't think these young guys are ready to ready to win first. Well, Bryce, Sean McKeel was ready. That's true, but Sean McKeel was probably a hundredth in the world when he won. Well, yeah, he probably was. <laughs> as as the CEO, as the president, John's job is to foresee the future and and take the company to new heights. And he has to envision these golfers raising their hands triumphantly. But Bryce, you are rooted in golf back, in data, in cold hard facts. So with that said, and that mindset, who do you have as your final pick? My final pick, I'm taking Max Homa at 30 to 1. Uh, Max is third in the FedEx Cup, I believe, third on the money list. Only behind, obviously, Scotty Scheffler and John Rahm. I think we're getting a tremendous number there at 30 to 1, especially the way he's played of late. I think he's a fantastic driver of the golf ball. I'm hearing a lot of players are even modeling their swing after Max's swing. Um, I think he's ready to break through. I think he could win at Oak Hill. I'm taking Max Homa 30 to 1. Bryce, why don't you throw out your live pick? I thought I thought you were going to put your live pick in your top three. You didn't. I think it's an excellent pick. And then I'll throw out one honorable mention as well. Yeah, I, I really like Taylor Gooch. Obviously, he's won the last two live events. Um, I think at 40 to 1, he's going off at a great number. Again, another really solid ball striker. Um I think I, I think he's going to play this play well this week at Oak Hill. Um, I, if I had to pick a live player, I would definitely go with Taylor Gooch. And at forty to one, if Taylor Gooch can somehow win a major after winning two live events back to back, which I don't know if people are aware of what he did in Australia, but he shot ten under in the first round and ten under in the second round in that live event. So he can he can take it deep, uh, but that may change the landscape around the live conversation. If a young guy like that can elevate and win a major, what do you think? Yeah, I agree totally. And he's another guy like Brooks that isn't afraid to say what's on his mind. I think he's got a little swag. Um, I think it could get pretty interesting in the media tent this week if he plays well. So, um, you know, just for fireworks, I'm, I'm hoping he does play well because I think it will make the tournament a lot more interesting. All right, I'm going to give you a biased honorable mention. I actually was fortunate enough to play in an outing last week where Harris English was there, and he was uh, doing a putting clinic, and then he did a putting routine uh, while we were playing in the tournament. And uh, great guy. You could banter with him and just, you know, real good guy. Enjoyed uh, my interactions with him. But he also played pretty darn well last week, and he's ranked 36 in the world. He's won four times in the PGA Tour, and he's at 100-1. to one. That seems like some long odds. What do you think about Harris English? 36 in the world, four 
time PJ Tour winner, played well last week at 100 to 1. Those are some deep odds. Those are deep odds. I, I, I like that pick, but I'm a little bit biased because I like Harris personally. I think he's a, he's a good guy, obviously, kind of Southern guy, absolute stripe show on the golf course. Um, and and I, I really like him. So a little bit biased, but I think that that's a good pick. Speaking of personal bias, just mark me down. Give me Tony the Family Man Finau at plus three foul. Just put it down there. I'm going to bet on him every every tournament this year just because I like the guys. So we're going by personal personal interest now. Bryce, before we let you go, thank you for the picks, for the info. I don't know if you guys knew this. Um, a little bit of a sidebar here. Ja Rule has discovered the game of golf and he's become a massive fan. So first and foremost, I need to know your favorite Ja Rule song. And it can have a feature in it, but I need to know your favorite Ja Rule song. Bryce, you first. Ja Rule. Wow, you're putting me on the spot here. Not a huge Ja Rule guy, but I know he used to sing a bunch of songs with Ashani. And I don't know, I don't remember the names of them, but I'll just go with one of those. Okay, one of those. John, you were a big Ja Rule guy. I, I like Ja Rule back in the day, but I can't think of any of the songs. All I can remember is saying, living it up all the time. If I remember he he did say that. All right, well, fine. Then we'll put it this way. This, <laughs> this is what really decides it. Rank these rappers that rose to fame in the 90s or early 2000s, one through five. We have Ja Rule, Nelly, LL Cool J, Ludacris, and the late, great DMX. Ja Rule, Nelly, LL Cool J, Luda, and the late, great DMX. I'm going number one, Nelly. Shout out St. Louis STL. Uh, number two, we'll go with DMX. I mean, you know, he was solid. Three, we'll go Luda. Had some absolute bangers there in the early 2000s. Four, uh, I'll say Ja Rule at four. And I'm not a big LL Cool J guy. Ooh. So I'll go, I'll go five, LL Cool J. Although I'll say I'm just not a big fan of his acting. Uh, I, I prefer his rapping over his acting. And you ranked him five? You said he's a better actor? Wait, you said... No, worse, like worse actor. So, oh my God. What? The LL... He, <laughs> as you, the, it's the lit. It's the, the disgust. Lit. I don't know. I'm, it, I, I, I'm not a big fan. I'm going to tag LL when we post this. I have it. My list is a little different. I actually like people that are clever when they rap, and you know, and so I would say Ludacris is number one. Yeah, yeah. I think he's the most clever of of the group as far as how he put together, uh, you know, his his music. Uh, DMX, you know, there was a time he was at the apex of of all music, so I think he probably slots in at number two for me. Uh, I'll probably go LL Cool J number three. Miles said, "Knock you out, great song," and uh, love that one. Uh, I put Nelly four and I put Ja Rule five, so maybe that's why I couldn't even go this. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, I think uh, where would I be without you? Is the one where where he's no living it up. All the ones with J Lo. Um, yeah, there's a million of them. Yeah. But anyway, um, Bryce, anything else before we ride off into the sunset that people need to know about the PGA? You excited to go? You excited to be part of the pageantry? I am excited to go. Um, Last time I went to the PGA, the beer lines were long and the bathroom lines were even longer. So I'm hoping uh, this time will be different. I think we got a different setup, Bryce. I think you'll be able to get right into the bathroom and, and <laughs> right to the beer lines. It'll be a good time. But what I want to know is what are you actually going to bet, cash bet on the on the uh, the players you selected? Because you'll be there Sunday on the 17th green. We got to put some bets down, right? 
Yeah, I, I generally bet matchups, so head-to-head. -head, um, I will definitely bet on the guys mentioned in their head-to-head -head matchups and probably a few others. But um, after going about 0 for 68, I've quit betting on guys to win before the week starts. Look, he's betting on his guys' matchups and he doesn't even know the lots. Don't listen to him. <laughs>